Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Josefa Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Hey, everybody. This is your host, Josefa Kapadia. And Jasper Rivers. And in today's episode, we have Airbnb host Chris Hawkins from Canada on the show. And he's going to be sharing his experience with Airbnb. But first, as always, we are taking a question submitted by one of our loyal listeners. And today's question is submitted by Michael. And Michael wrote us the following. Hey, guys. I'm considering listing my guest room on Airbnb, but I'm a little apprehensive about having random people from the internet in my house. My question is, how safe is it to list my home on Airbnb? All right, and this is a great question. Um, we've heard this many, many, many times from people who are interested into getting onto Airbnb. And for an answer, I'm going to turn it over to my co-host because he has a wealth of experience dealing with this issue and concern. Yeah, I, I remember that I used to have this concern as well before I started on Airbnb. And I'm pretty sure that any host will have had this concern at some point. First of all, let me say that I've hosted over 100 groups on Airbnb and I've never had any issues at all. And I've talked to a lot of other Airbnb hosts and I've never heard of any major, major issues. But if something happens, Know that you're protected by the host guarantee that Airbnb offers for free to all hosts. And it covers Airbnb hosts up to a million dollars. So in case something does happen, you're always covered by that. Having said that, there are a number of things that you can do to sort of minimize the chance of, of any problems. First of all, you can actually select the guests that stay at your place. You don't need to accept every single inquiry. Airbnb does not penalize hosts for this. So I recommend before you accept an inquiry, you look at the verifications and the reviews that have been left by other Airbnb hosts. So that, that way you can get an idea of like, who is this person that's gonna be staying at your house? Second thing is you can ask for a security deposit. This is a setting that you can easily install in your Airbnb listing and if anything happens you can you can take out the amount of money that you need to recover the damages from the security deposit. The third thing is people tend to treat your stuff like you treat it. So if you make sure your house or room is really nice and tidy you'll have a better chance that people will respect it and treat it the way you do. And lastly don't leave any valuables lying around your house. You know, any items that guests don't need should be removed. And instead of being worried, I can tell you from my experience that you're much more likely to make friends from all over the world, it's, which is really awesome. Yeah, it's it's really great. And so Jasper has been doing this for quite some time, you know, just uh, over two years. And 
he has never had as much as any sort of real substantial damage or anything taken. I mean, he's had a really pleasant experience. But the awesome thing is it's not just Jasper. He's not alone. Everybody we've talked to has said the same thing, that they had these these fears, they've had these concerns, and nothing happened. Moreover, we actually even have one friend who's who had a fixed-term lease prior to that, and he had many more issues than with, uh, than with these short-term leases through Airbnb. So it's just something to keep in mind, and we recognize that this is a common apprehension. But overall, from our massive amounts of research and the network of people that we've spoken to, it's not a substantial concern. And if you are worried, Jasper gave you some really awesome tips that you can use to minimize the risk. So let's move on to the Airbnb super tip. And today's tip is leaving a response to the reviews that you get. So this came up in the Airbnb Academy Facebook group, which is a Facebook group that you can access to, complimentary to our book, Get Paid for Your Pad. And I've noticed that a lot of my members don't leave responses to reviews. And I think that's a mistake. By leaving a response, you show that you care about your guest and that you are a responsible host who's actively involved in running the Airbnb business. And what this will do, it, it will create the impression that you're a very good host who will take care of future guests. So when other potential guests are looking at your listing, they will see that you are a responsible host and this will increase the likelihood of them making an inquiry. So one thing that people usually ask me is like, well, you know, if, if, if a review is bad, then I know to leave a response. But what if I only get like good response of good reviews? And the thing is, you can leave a response to a good review as well. It doesn't have to be a bad one. Let's say somebody writes a really positive review, loves your place, loved the experience. Well, you could just write something like, hey, thanks for leaving a review. I really enjoyed hosting you, and I look forward to hosting you again in the future. That's all you need to say, and that will just show that you you know, you know, care about your guests and you're, you're just on top of your business. And that will just reassure guests that you're going to take care of them when they rent your Airbnb apartment or room. Now, this is a really great point that Jasper is making because not only do we think that this makes common sense to do this, to take this extra level of care, but after talking to tons and tons of guests who use Airbnb, they say the same thing. Okay, first off, not only do they appreciate when they stay somewhere and the host follows up and responds to to their review, they always say that makes them feel really good. But what's really important is that guests who are perusing your listing actually look to see if you have responded to your reviews. And the reason why is this because if you do, that implies once again that you're responsive, that you're going to take care of them, that you're going to be there when something happens or if the, if the need arises. So again, of course, you want to respond to negative reviews because that's your platform to explain yourself. But the main key here is for positive reviews leave a response as well all right guys to learn all the tricks and secrets and tips on how to effectively host on airbnb you can download the first three chapters of our book for free at www.getpaidforyourpad.com 
and the name of our book of course is get paid for your pad our next guest is a great friend of mine an airbnb success story his name is chris hawkins chris welcome to the show hey guys thanks for having me on the show sure so chris uh is a longtime airbnb host and why don't you tell us a little bit about it so how did you get started uh with airbnb uh, actually, it was through you guys. I met uh, Jasper last year when we were traveling um, in Europe, and he helped me set up my first profile and get the ball rolling. I'd actually never heard of Airbnb prior to meeting you guys. I see. So what were you, how were you using your house uh, before, before you got onto Airbnb? Um, in a variety of ways, but uh, I'd done roommates. I'd had roommates for several years, and that was sort of a horrible disaster. And at the time when I met you guys, I was just sort of, my last roommate was leaving um, and I didn't really know what to do with my house. So the opportunity came at, you know, the perfect time. I see. Now, how would you compare and contrast your Airbnb experience, essentially renting out on Airbnb versus the fixed term with respect to income? Yeah, it's a lot better for me personally going through airbnb and doing the short term and there's a variety of reasons for this um dealing with roommates i quickly found out was not <laughs> a good idea it didn't work for me um, i had a lot of problems with different roommates wrecking my house not paying rent um you know being noisy you know, to eventually stealing money with from me you know i had it all with different roommates so I learned from that experience. I said, I don't want to do that again, and uh, went the Airbnb route, and it's been way better. Right, I see. And, and by the way, what type of listing do you have? Uh, well, I have a residential home, a mm -hmm. uh, four-bedroom four place. Um, yeah, that and, I rent out. And now, do you rent it out as one entire private house, or is it essentially each, is each room a separate listing? No, I rent out the entire place. Uh, it's just easier that way and, and more effective. A lot of people in my area, I've got a bit of an advantage because there is four bedrooms. So like larger families uh, often book my place. Awesome. So Chris, I remember when we created your listing and, uh, you know, people uh, usually have some worries when they start their listing. You know, they, they worry that they're house is going to get damaged or that uh, people are going to cause disturbance how how about you like did, were you worried about about these things when you started your listing you know what not even really a little bit to be honest i think because i've been been through so much with the roommates they <laughs> that i thought it could only get better to be honest um so i wasn't too worried and of course i know about i, I researched airbnb's insurance policy and I see that they do offer, you know, almost a, a million dollars in liability if something goes wrong while someone's staying at your place. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I wasn't overly concerned. Okay, cool. Hey, and did you have any issues with with Airbnb guests at all? Or no, um, to date, uh, I've had a, a large number of groups in there over the past year. Um, a lot of reviews. Um, I've had a few people make some recommendations to improve my house, um, small things, but I've never had a single problem with any guest. 
Sharon, how, how long have you been on Airbnb to date? Um, this is my first year, so it's coming up to a year here now. So why don't you tell us in the last year, what, what has been your best experience on Airbnb? <laughs> All the money that I've made. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's interesting. And of course, the money is obviously the main motivator. And, and the reason why we always like to ask people what their best experience is, is because another great advantage of Airbnb is you, you have the opportunity to meet some really interesting world travelers. You can you really expand your network in a fun way while making money. It's really cool. So if you, if you kind of look back over, uh, over the last year, is there any, has there ever been any guest that really stands out to you? Um, I'll give you one example of a group I've had a lot of groups from Australia that are traveling through Canada stay at my house. And I did have one family um, that stayed here about two months ago. And now I don't actually meet my guests a lot of the time. I've outsourced that. Um, initially, what I was doing, I was just giving my guests the code lock to the front door. And they'd key that in and get entry. And no one would greet them, no nothing. Okay. But now I've switched after reading the book. You guys recommend that you have a host or someone that greets them and shows them around, you know, gives them some insight to local attractions, that kind of thing. So I've got my neighbors doing that for me now. Um, Chris and Karen, they're great. They told me a story about this family from Australia that came and stayed at the house. Um, that had, uh, you know, it was a family with, I think, three children. And they got along excellent with the neighbor's kids. And they had them over for barbecues. They did an Easter egg hunt in my backyard, all sorts of activities for the kids, um, had a great time. And then uh, the family left me some gifts uh, when they left. You know, I got a new boomerang. Uh, I got a card set and some other things. So it was a cool experience. I thought that was neat. That's awesome. And like, I think that's one of the, the cool things about Airbnb that you can share your house with, with people from all over the world and connect with them and... Um, and that's amazing that uh, that your guests go along with your neighbors. Yeah. So you've outsourced your check-in uh, situation. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you manage that? Yeah, I essentially manage everything by email so that I can be abroad um, 100% of the time if I wanted. Like it's a hands-off system that I have developed. And I, I got that all from the book, really. Hmm. Um, so yeah, my neighbors are the perfect people, um, to handle check-ins and that sort of thing. I contacted them actually first after I'd read the book and it said, you know, make sure you have a host to greet people when they first arrive. So I contacted my neighbors and I said, guys, do you know anyone in the neighborhood who'd be available to do this sort of work? You know, and I'll pay a little bit of money. Um, it'll only take a, a few minutes, you know, half an hour of their day or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and they said, you know what? We would love to do that. They said, this would be perfect for us because we're so close. We'll take that on. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know, we can even assist with cleaning and stuff if you need to. So they've really helped me out and I've got them doing a bunch of things for me now. <laughs> Amazing. And do you, do you, do you pay them or is, do they do it for? I do. Okay. Yeah, I absolutely do. I give them as, as per your recommendation, I give them a little bit of money for every check-in they do. Uh, I also pay when they do the cleaning. Um, yeah, so they're happy with that situation. That's terrific. And, and, and as you said, the reason why we recommend that you, you do always pay is because you want to make sure as a host 
that the service you're getting is of the top utmost quality because that will be a reflection of you and your apartment and that will eventually uh, drip back into your ratings and reviews. So we really, we, we strongly recommend that and that's great. That's awesome that it's been working out. So yeah. do you, you're saying that your neighbors, they help you out with cleaning sometimes. Do you have an, somebody else that cleans for uh, you as well? I do. Yeah, I do. Um, there again, I'm using family. My cousin is a, a professional cleaner. She's bonded here in Canada, has cleaned at hotels, cleans for the police. Um, and so I have her come over. Uh, she's sort of my main cleaner and the neighbors fill in as necessary. But, you know, she does it up to a hotel standard, like all the beds. You find the towels rolled up nice and there's like, you know, a soap set. Um, all the beds are made like professionally, like you find in a hotel. So it, it's a very hotel like experience for my guests. That's, that's amazing. Uh, Chris, and it's, it's good to hear that you, uh, managed to make all these improvements to your house. And I think it's really important to, to have a really professional, uh, cleaner and not economize on the, on the cleaning because that's the first thing that guests will expect is a spotless clean house when they arrive. So, Chris, I wanted to ask you, what's the number one best piece of advice that you could share with our listeners? Well, definitely use the Airbnb route over roommates. That was a big thing for me. <laughs> uh, try and develop a good system. Like, my system is basically hands-off. So I send everyone emails from my computer. It doesn't take long at all. I've got all my letters written out as form letters, yep. basically for the guests. You know, and then I just adjust them to answer specific questions that they might have. Um, so that saves me some time. Um, yeah, it's really about getting a good system in place. You know, I send an email to my cleaners when I need cleaning done. They come back to me. Uh, you know, I let uh, Chris and Karen know the schedule for incoming guests. And all I have to do is send out emails. It doesn't take much time. It's perfect. And I just collect the cash as it comes in. And, and now the system saves you so much time. Right. Okay. And now that, uh, now that you've been up and running for a year, how, how about how much time do you spend per week running your Airbnb business? Uh, right now it's very little because I mean, I'm f so fully booked. Like I'm a hundred percent booked for June. Um, so, and almost fully booked for July and August and a good portion of September. So I don't have too many incoming booking requests at the moment. So there's not a whole lot to do. It's just sort of managing existing guests, making sure they know um, how to get in and the details and such. So very little time, you know, maybe uh, definitely less than an hour a week. That sounds great, Chris. Do you uh, send to your guests any like information about your apartment or your neighborhood before they arrive? Yeah, you bet. I used to just send out a few paragraphs that I written by myself explaining sort of the essential details they needed to know how to get in um, and what to do. Now I've created a complete guidebook um, to the house uh, like you recommended. And it covers basically every aspect of my house from, you know, what to do if a, a breaker blows and the electricity goes out to how to turn on the TV to how to operate the hot tub. Um, it covers all aspects of that. And so I send that out along with directions, formal directions with a map, how to get to the house. And the guests really appreciate that. That's sort of going the extra mile. They love that stuff. That's awesome. 
One final question that we're curious about. So if, if you could sort of give us in broad strokes, how has Airbnb changed your life? Well, what is it? What has it enabled you to do? How has it affected your day to day? So on. Um, it's definitely freed me up. Like you guys know that, uh, I work away from home as it is. Um, and while I'm gone at work, my house basically sits empty, you know? So this allows me to generate some income while I'm away at work. Um, but it also allows me to use my home when I'm not at work, if I want to, if I choose to. Right. So, but if I want to, I can also book up, um, my house completely and I can use the time to travel as I want. Like I told you guys, I was in Mexico in December. Um, my vacation was entirely paid for essentially by Airbnb. Um, you know, went to parties, surfed with some friends. Um, it was a great time. So it's really freed up my time to allow me to travel and see the world as I see fit. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure chatting with you and hearing your story. And we're, we're really thrilled that you've been able to use our book to your benefit and improve your Airbnb business. So we're going to let Chris go. And hopefully, listeners out there, you've gained some valuable insights. And that's all for me and Jasper for this episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. And remember, guys, if you have a question about Airbnb hosting, feel free to send us a question at info at getpaidforyourpad.com. That's I-N-F-O at getpaidforyourpad.com. All of our show notes can be found at www.getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash podcast. That's getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash podcast. Get paid for your pet. 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 Get paid for your pet.